1: harvest. Today is Saturday, and our focus is the church.
0: Making the sign of the cross, I say, O God, your people are called by your name. We call upon you and demons flee. So I begin today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: I invite my Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. All other ways are dead ends. And so I come to the Father through you. Amen.
0: come humbly confessing my sins before God. Paul said in Romans, shall we go on sinning that grace may increase? Father, I confess that I have abused your grace by treating it lightly, flippantly, even disrespectfully. You forgive me and I keep coming back with the same sins. You cleanse me And I have not amended my life. You have mercy, and I remain as I have always been. I have desecrated what was costly. I have cheapened your love. I'm the one at fault. But I see the cross. I know your love costs something, the life of your son. And because of him, only because of him, I ask you, will you forgive me once again?
1: from Acts chapters 1 and 2. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. The mission that Jesus began in person with the sending of the twelve disciples and later the 72, he continues through the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Pentecost is often called the birthday of the church. It is the day the church was empowered through the Holy Spirit to take the message of Christ crucified and risen from the dead out into the ends of the earth. It's worth noting that while the apostles may have started many of the first Christian communities, they usually didn't stay in one place for very long. No more than a few years and certainly not long enough to oversee the sustained growth that eventually led to the overthrow of the most powerful empire in the world just a few centuries later. No, it was the unnamed others in the story. Those faithful, everyday sort of Christians, going about their lives, serving their neighbors, and giving witness to their faith in Jesus. This same mission continues today as the Holy Spirit breathes new life into the church of every generation. Every Christian is empowered to be both a disciple and a missionary. Every Christian is sent into the Lord's harvest field.
0: Jesus, today I pray for the church. Lord, this church is not a place, it's a people living and active. You are the head and we are living parts of your body. So today, Lord, I pray for your church. Lord, I pray for my local congregation, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, I pray for Christians across my community and city. Lord, I pray for my denomination, my church body, Lord, I pray repentance where we have, as your people have failed or been in error. Forgive us, Lord. Lord, I pray for the mission that you have given to us, your people, that all nations would know you. Help us to be faithful to that mission. Lord, I pray for your church where she is persecuted for your name. Lord, I pray for church plants and mission frontiers where the church is on the edge, pushing into new territory. Lord, I pray for workers in the harvest, for pastors, teachers, evangelists, servants. Lord, I pray for the everyday, ordinary Christian, for those to serve and witness as the priesthood of all believers every part of the body valuable to you. Lord, especially I pray for the small and the overlooked, the undervalued parts, of the body of Christ. Lord Jesus, hold us all together, you are the head. Show us your way, be our truth, and give us life, in Jesus' name, amen.